0: Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. Trying to force the critical race theory upon us? Are they not trying to force the L G B Q
1: D W X Y Z upon us? <laughs> we must not allow this darkness to be forced upon us. We as believers are just as Americans or just as people in the world It's time for us to rise up against the darkness. We have to. We are children of the light, and light always dispels darkness. Always. Do not be afraid. They're banking on you to fear. And I want to speak to pastors out there. Wake up. You either wake up or get out of your pulpit because you're not doing us just any favors. (laughs) It's time for us to trust God and God alone. It does not matter what your body may be experiencing, what your eyes may be seeing, and how the darkness is coming upon you. When you learn to trust God's word, it's over for Satan and all of his tricks. Amen. It's time for us to rise up. Rise up from the oppression. Rise up to a new life. The oppression that fear have captivated you in. What is fear? It's of the devil, and you have power over that demonic force. You have the all that God has given us, the authority in the name and in the blood. Wake up, my people. Tell your neighbors, tell your friends, tell your pastors, wake up and stand strong against this tyrannical government that's trying to defeat
0: you. Woo! Wake up. That powerhouse right there is somebody I call my friend, someone I respect so much. She and her husband, Philip, are pastors. They have eight children. I said eight. Eight children, unbelievable, that are phenomenal, incredible adults uh, that have a huge uh, impact on our country and, and our world, which is pretty exciting. I can't wait to tell you more about that. She's running for National Committee Woman. She hosted, she and her husband hosted the fourth Reawaken America event. Welcome to the show, Bernadette Smith. Yay!
1: Thank welcome! Thank you so much. Thank you oh, for having
0: me. You're welcome. I'm fired up watching that speech. And Philip was back there. Your hype man. Whoop whoop. He's like, yeah, you go. Amen. <laughs> so exciting. How many reawakened events have you been to? Oh, do you know? I just. It'd be better
1: to say how many have I missed.
0: Yeah. How many of you missed?
1: missed? Maybe,
0: maybe three. Wow. Out of the twenty some. That they've had. Yes. You hosted the fourth, maybe three the four. Yes. What and we're made you it
1: back to Detroit?
0: Okay. Yes. Talk about that because what made you decide initially? I think it was the four three awaken event. What made you decide to host it in Michigan? Because I was actually with Clay Clark uh, when he was talking to you, and he was so excited about you and Philip and what you guys were doing in Michigan. What made you decide to bring it there? And then why is it coming back? Well,
1: Michigan needs it. Well. I'll... All, the whole nation needs it, but I felt that we needed to be awake, and we were not awake, and the churches were not awake to the point that the churches did not even want to host the reawakening tour. I mean, I thought that was just um, ridiculous. I would say, but I was so grateful that to be a part of it when I when mm-hmm. he first called me, I'm like, yes. This is what we need, and we'll be more than willing to do whatever it takes to make it happen. So we
0: did. It's exciting. And then it's coming back in June. Um, And I I believe that Eric Trump and General Flynn and all of that were kind of a big part of housing it in Michigan again. Is that correct?
1: That is correct. We have good friends in the Detroit area, Pastor Jerry. Um, We asked him if he hosted at his church. He was like, yes, he's a patriot pastor and a fighter on the front line as well. So we're bringing it back to Detroit and it will be hosted at his church. So it's going to be amazing. I think extremely epic and what a great grand finale, you know, to send it off.
0: I totally agree. I'd love to talk to you about pastors. We talk a lot on the Flavor Conservatives about the seven spheres of influence. You know, you've got business, arts and entertainment, government, media, family, you know, all of these different things, but religion They've all been a disappointment, you know, and they're all, uh, you know, kind of in a bad place right now. But religion, I think, for a lot of people was shocking in 2020 when they shut their doors and people that they thought were really strong, um, and they found out maybe not so strong. Um, so it's been kind of a disappointment, but that's what's so incredible about pastors that did stand up, like you and Philip, and so many that we've met through the Reawaken America event, and now hearing about um, your friend in Detroit. Talk about why it's so important for pastors um, to stand up during this time. Well,
1: it's vital, and you know what, Stacy? It never has been unimportant. Right? Uh, God has put us on the face of the earth for a reason. He put us here to stand on the Judea Christian values, and not to just stay in the four walls of our church. Mm-hmm. We were sent to take this message to our community, to our government, even to the place of being in government. Mm-hmm. When I think about the Black Robe Regiment, and I know you know about this, but when they were in their pulpits with their black robes, they began to teach their congregation, correct? But then when it was over, they pulled off those black robes and put their warrior clothes on and went to battle. And I think that's what we have uh, dumped down in our society, in the churches. I believe we got too complicit with... um, Pleasing the people, um mm-hmm. having a lot of fun, which fun is great. I like having a fun. Sure. But we, we must not lose sight of why we were placed in this position. It is literally to bring people to know the Lord and also go out into our world and make sure that we keep literally our Judea Christian values intact. And I think Because as a whole, we have not done that. We just gave the political arena over to darkness. Mm -hmm. And look what we have. Because we stayed out of it. The pandemic, the LGBTQ, and all this this furries. And this, I don't know what, what, it doesn't make sense. It's just Mm -hmm. none of this, it makes no sense. So you have the enemy coming in and came in. And now we have to work overtime to stop this mess. but well, we can do it and we will win. But I believe the churches were very lethargic and we were too concerned about having so much fun and putting this and that
0: and so forth. And we just, we just missed it. That is such a great Brother point. Hagen...
1: I'm sorry. Go
0: ahead. No, I was going to say that's such a great point because uh, we were seeing that now. And, um you know, it's, it's been interesting. I I have volunteered um, for like a Christian resource center that that is they help with people that are pregnant that have chosen not to have abortions. They even do the screening. They show them and you know they they walk through this whole process and they have baby bottle drives, it was shocking to me how many churches will not allow them to come in and talk about abortion because they don't want to offend or hurt their congregation because maybe they have had an abortion. And um, instead of, hey, okay, so you, if you've had an abortion, let's talk about healing. Let's walk through that process, but let's yes. address the problem and the issue. Same with, and you, you've you talked about it, and you said it on stage too, um, with the homosexual community, you know, and it was interesting during... The Super Bowl, where I don't know if you saw it, but there was if if you watched it or not, but there was a commercial about it was supposed to be Jesus and he was washing the feet of all of these different people. And it was basically saying that we need to be tolerant of others. And it was in a a place, it looked like it was outside of a Planned Parenthood kind of a deal. And he was washing their feet. Jesus didn't wash the feet of everyone, he washed the feet of his disciples, but he never was tolerant of sin. And, um, and I Correct. think that that's where we've really gone wrong in um, in mm. our with our pastors not standing up with Christians not standing up and that's why I think where we are that's why we are where we are today with good is called evil and evils called good because we've been so lukewarm and we haven't stood in the gap
1: 100% and you know we love the people sure I tell people all the time here in the state of Michigan I said I'm, I was someone what uh, a uh, TV uh, uh, I should say a guy came up to me and he said, reporter, he said, do, do you like Governor Wimmer?" I said, I love her. And he went, oh, and put that mic in my, toward my mouth. And I said, I really love her. I said, but I despise her policies. And mm-hmm. then he wanted to take that mic back, but no, he <laughs> had me. But I began to tell him why I did not agree with her policies. So we can love the person, but yet not love what the, Putting out and what they are standing for, I believe. If when we begin to exemplify love, then I believe it opens the door for them us them to receive us. I've seen that over and over again, mm. and so we still have to stand on God's word no matter what.
0: That is so important. Uh, can you talk a little bit about authority? I will never forget. Uh, I had a conversation with you at one of the Reawaken America events, and you were sharing about a dream that you had about them forcing a shot on you. And what God did through that process, it was a dream, you woke up, and then what God told you to do. Uh, Can you talk about that and why this authority is so important right now?
1: Absolutely. About 10 years before COVID hit, I had a dream, and I dream a lot, and my dreams come to pass. It really, when I was like five years old, I dreamed that I was riding a two wheel bike and I got the next day I got on my brother's bike and I started riding it. Wow. So the Lord has governed me a lot through dreams and he's shown me, direct me it. So he said he, he counsels us in the night season and I was one of those that he would counsel. So I was, at, I had a dream and I was in the hospital and I've never been in, into hospital only to have children. So I was in the hospital and I wasn't having a child. And I was sitting up in the hospital bed with my hospital gown on and a doctor and a nurse walked toward me and the doctor had a needle in his hand and he took the needle and he was getting ready to give me a shot in my right arm. And then I looked at him and I said, I don't need that shot. Don't give me that shot. The doctor Took his hands like this, Daisy, and he forced me down on the bed and he gave me the shot Mm. anyway. This is 10 years before COVID. Wow. And I, I was lying flat on the bed and I said, now what, God? I looked and I heard the Lord say to me so clear. He said, neutralize it, neutralize it with my blood. Woo! And at that moment, I began to say, in the name of Jesus, I just applied the blood of Jesus over this, whatever went into my body, the shot that went inside of me in the name of Jesus. And I started binding Satan and all the evil cohorts that just helped uh, influence him to, to do that. So, and I woke up. And I told my husband about it and I, and I wrote it down and now I just put it on the shelf because I mm-hmm. knew it was from the Lord, but it made no sense in the natural as far as the doctor nurse shooting. I mean, I would never let right. that happen. Yeah. Right. So 10 years later, COVID strikes and all of a sudden the Lord said that dream was for now.
0: Wow. And Stacey, 10 years later.
1: Yes. And that's, I traveled politically as ethic vice chair for the state of Michigan. I would speak to in Lincoln day dinners. I would speak at different functions and I would tell them this dream. And the people that came up to me afterwards and they were so grateful and thankful. And they, they said they're going to apply that over their family members and people that they know. And there have been great results with them taking their authority based on what the Lord said to do, and their, their family members or friends were set
0: free. Amen. I mean, I that is huge. And understanding the authority that we have, you know, and yes. understanding that we are partnering with God, the creator yes. of the universe, that there is yes. nothing above God, yes. that when he looks up, there's nothing oh, yeah. above him. He is all powerful, and we're his children. Yes. And we get to partner with him in this time. It is so yes. amazing. It's amazing. I wanted to I want to show you this because I know that Church International, we've, we've actually been there the same time you've been there with Rob, Pastor yes. Robin and Prophet Robin. Um, and I met a lady there by the name of Ginger Ziegler. Do you know her? Yes. She's a prayer Let's warrior. See. I oh, don't know I if you... I think you, I... I matter.
1: Just this I little tiny lady, but just, powerful. Yes. Yes. yes.
0: So yes, she actually sure. wrote this book called His Blood Speaks, Your Victory, The Devil's Defeat. And it's a 31-day oh, devotional... God. And uh, when, I, when I heard you say that, um, I was like, this book, I really believe, is very important for today. It's understanding the authority that we have with God yes. during this time. So, yeah. Flavor Family, I wanted to point this out to you because I think it's really important. So it's called yes. His Blood Speaks, Your Victory, The Devil's Defeat by Ginger Ziegler. So good. I I, I, I want to take you, uh, Bernadette, to... Um, you mentioned it earlier, and I, I think it's important, the mixing of church and state, because a lot of times people are like, oh, you should not mix church and state. We've got to keep the two separate. And you mentioned it earlier, but I want to bring that back around of why is that important that, that we do mix that and that our voices are heard right now?
1: The Bible tells us that the government should be up on our shoulder. You know, when you look at um, for, our forefathers, when they were writing the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, they spent days of fasting and praying, and that's how they came up with the Constitution. Mm-hmm. And that's what made America so great, and America to, the, to the, where, where we are, uh, well, we're, we're, we're not quite there yet, but we'll get back there. Yes. But that's what made us great, and that's what's, is what, that is what's going to make us great again. Mm-hmm. We need to bring these principles into our government. I think we've been lied to by men saying, what, what does that mean? I want to know, to be separated, church and state. Mm-hmm. I can't even find that in the Bible. Look at David. Look at Solomon. Yep. Look at, look at, look at, look at um, Daniel. You go on. Look at Deborah. I mean, these men, they were in government. Mm-hmm. So how, I just, I would like to ask people, where are they
0: getting that from? Right. Such That's a the great question. question. To ask. Yep. It's such a great question. And you know, our slogan here at Flavor Conservatives is wake up, speak up, and show up. You know, so now there's a lot of people that are awake, but we have to speak up when we have to show up. And you are somebody that has exemplified that. You know, I mean, truly, you have done so many things. And I want to draw some people's attention because you are running for the national, the uh Uh, committee woman, and I wanted to draw attention to your website to go through some of your experience, because I think that's important for people to know you are somebody that's not just, oh, I think I'll run. You're somebody that has been in the fight, in the fight. So let's go to BernadetteSmith.net. So if you're just listening, it's B-E-R-N-A-D-E-T-T-E. Smith.net. Um, and May or March the second is actually going to be uh, when uh, people are gonna be voting. But let's talk about your experience. On the homepage, if you just kind of scroll down a little bit, uh, she's Michigan GOP ethnic vice chair chairwoman yes. for the America Project. She's co-founder of Vote Your Vision, coalition builder. She's state committee woman, precinct delegate, a poll watcher, challenger, elected delegate to the 2020 GOP National Convention. I mean, you have been there, done that. And what has made you decide to now run for the national committee woman?
1: I really felt a call to step up. The, the, the the position was vacant, and I did pray about it. And I heard the Lord say, I want you to run. You know, what we'll be doing in those positions, we have a faith and family coalition, election integrity, which our elections need to be uh, have integrity because mm-hmm. we know what's happening, and we know yep. that our, well, our election has been stolen. You mm-hmm. know, we, we do know that. Protecting our constitution. You know, I want to save the and also our border. People ask me, I, one lady said to a friend of mine, Bernadette, just sh- go ahead and have a prayer group. And I thought, well, yes, I do have a prayer group. But see, that's the problem. They want us to stay in this little uh, what, church and, and pray. But mm-hmm. we ought to pray because I'll tell you, Stacey, that's where I get my strategies. Sure. It's from the one who knows everything about mm-hmm. everything. So prayer is vitally important, but action is just as important because faith without works is dead. And I um, also, as I began to think about, we have different um, people of different faith, Muslim and and people that are just, they don't walk, they don't believe in the Christian values. And I was asked, well, how can you govern them? I said, that's a very easy question because If we govern based on our constitution and our bill of rights, we're governing all people. Yes, You know, the Lord said to me once, he uh, he said to me, I was in prayer and he said, Bernadette, people bring who they are in office. He said, Obama brought who he was. Bush brought who he was. Bill Clinton brought who he was. Reagan and President Trump brought who they were. Mm-hmm. He said, you bring who you are. We all bring who we are in office. So yep. how can someone say, well, a Christian, you know what I mean, Stacey? Yes. We all bring who we are. So I'm excited to bring who I am in office.
0: And, and Sorry. they are blessed to have that. There is no doubt about it. And there's, you've had huge endorsements. So Charlie Kirk has endorsed you. Uh, yes. General Flynn endorsed you. Mike yes. Lindell endorsed you. You have a list yes. of endorsements. People can find yes. that, um, at, at BernadetteSmith.net yes. as well. Um, Flyover family, I just encourage you, um, send this to people that live in the state of Michigan. Um, share this with people that you know that you're like, man, People need to hear this as well as I think other pastors or people that are, are in that position because I think it's so important for all of us to be aware of what our job is. What, what are we supposed to be doing? Like God is putting together a a puzzle and we're a piece of that puzzle. It's not just God doing it. God always partners with man. I also feel like maybe there's, you know, people that are listening today that are like, I need to step up. I need to bring my time, my talent, and my treasure uh, to this equation. And Bernadette, I just, before I let you go, I wanted to know if you would be willing um, to pray for the flyover family. You know, if they're pastors, if they're people that are thinking about running, or people that maybe have had the shot, you know, and they're scared, you know, and understanding authority. So, and however the Lord leads, but I, I would love for you to pray. I would really appreciate it.
1: Sure. Heavenly Father, we just come before you in the name of Jesus thanking you and praising you for who you are and what you have done. Father God, we apply your blood over everyone that have gotten the shot. They've been deceived, and now they're worried and they're concerned about their life and the family's life. But we take authority over the shot right now, and we say your blood covers them. We call them totally whole from the top of their head to the soles of their feet. We break the power of all demonic forces in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. All the plans, the schemes of of the enemy that's trying to come into not only your people's lives, but our state, our city, and our government. We abolish Satan in the name of Jesus, and we take authority over that foul spirit. And we lose God's anointing, his favor, his glory. We lose his divine healing touch in the name of Jesus. And I thank you, Lord, that the pastors, they will wake up, that they will... not. Not shrink in fear, but they will rise up in faith and take their rightful place in the name of Jesus. And not only pastors, Lord, but people that you're dealing with to rise up in the political arena and take their place. Those who are called to be governors and pastors and teachers and prophets. I thank you, Lord, that they will walk, Lord, in, in faith and not in fear in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We thank you for Stacy and David and their family. We thank you for the call that you've called them unto. We thank you that they're just being so effective. Lord, in our nation today, getting truth out on the airways, on the radio waves. And I thank you, Father, for just continually blessing them and anointing them. I thank you for continually giving them divine, uncommon favor, divine healing. I thank you, Father, as we walk together, as we join forces in our city, our state and our nation, we will want to see this country as a shining city where the world can look and for all the world to see your glory. I do believe that there will be a mighty revival sweeping through our nation. And I thank you for it, Father. We thank you in advance. And as we go forth with power and glory, we give you all the glory all the honor and all the praise in Jesus name. Amen.
0: Amen. So powerful. So powerful. All right, Flyover family, I want to do one more thing before I let Bernadette go. Go to Bernadettesmith.net. Check out her resources. She has a book that I didn't even know that she had written, but I cannot wait to get it. And so I just wanted to send you guys there, um, prophetic utterances there at BernadetteSmith.net under resources. Make sure you check that out. Make sure you're praying for Bernadette. Again, share this episode with people that you think um, need to have this information. So Bernadette, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. All right, Flavor family. My name is Avery Whited. I'm the daughter of David and Stacey. I'm just moving in, so I had to get an order for my pillow and get the things that I needed. So, let's look inside. I got some my pillow uh, towels, kitchen towels. I got some of their Giza sheets. Now, I've never actually been able to use them, but I've heard amazing things from my parents about them. And last but not least, something for Charlie. Hey, dog bed. All right, Charlie, let's go put this in the dryer and flip it up for you. Come on, buddy. No, no. And fluffy, perfect for my little guy. Right. Come here, Charlie. All right, if you want to get your own products, go to MyPillow.com and use promo code Flyover to save up to 66% off. He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive. And I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.